regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And like every week, myself, Gav Murphy, is joined by Mr. Joe Scrubbles. Hello. And Mr. Steve Hogarty. Hello. Guys, I heard a rumour. A rumour you boys got some features. What's the features? Don't listen to that person. Whoever told you that is a dirty bastard liar. No features from our corners. I've never had a feature in my life and I never will. Disappointing. But say you did have a feature... What might it look like? If I was to think of a feature, often off of my head, it might be. You know when Nine and Nine Zig Love Balloons came out? And yes. it was an accident that it got played instead of another song that no one's ever heard in their lives. Yes. What if that other song was played on the podcast today? No way. You've actually discovered that track. I found it in the recesses of... Rodney Bingenheimer's house. But only if making features is something that he would do. But remember, this is all a lie. Mm-hmm. Steve, if you were to make a feature, what might you were? I'm still on my dead queen vibe. Yes. I'm still riding, I'm still riding that train. Yes. <laughs> Not unlike the coffin itself. <laughs> Uh, this one is about centre parks and how they've locked the guests inside the lodges respectfully. Sorry, I love that as you were speaking, there were police sirens in the background. Because, <laughs> I mean, people have been, uh, I dare say, arrested this week for a lot less than what went down in 502. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Every time the sirens go past, I sincerely, a little bit of my brain goes, that might be for the Queen. <laughs> and it's like, what, she's alive again? <laughs> well, what's she done now? <laughs> she's risen. As I was walking home, I saw a very funny thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Settling. Comedy story time. <laughs> um, on my street, there's a bunch of those, uh, like, you know that the same size sort of as a of the side of bus stops with adverts on them, but they're like they're like screens, so it's like a rolling adverts that obviously go through a big cycle of adverts. Are they also like Wi-Fi points and stuff like like? Oh, they might be actually. I don't know. I've never had any cause to use one. Like a digital so billboard be. of sorts. Mm. Mm. A digital billboard is correct. Um, and I was walking Coco home. This couple had stopped by one. And the guy was like holding his phone up to take a selfie with the billboard in the back behind him. Mm-hmm. But he, he he was just waiting and he was looking around and he was waiting and he's looking at the advert. And then the, the, his wife, I assume, was standing next to him with her phone up in that, you know, like the way the old people hold old phones in both their hands, like they're holding the fucking Lion King up. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> she was, like she's, they're holding Simba up to the fucking sun. <laughs> but it's an iPhone I don't know, Max. Um, but she's doing that. And I was like, what is happening here? And then I realized what was happening was there's obviously a fucking picture of the queen in the cycle of adverts. Mm. So they're waiting for, they've obviously seen it and gone, oh, let's take a photo. Um, and then 
but the queen is gone. By the time they decided to do it, the queen's gone. So they're waiting there. It's an ad for fucking rustlers, like a rustlers microwave burger. <laughs> so this is the thing. So they're both standing there. So I'm walking Coco down. I was like, and I couldn't work out what they were doing. And then I worked out what they were doing just as Coco did a really big piss, like really close to the woman. Um, and then we walked on. They gave up on standing on the side that they were standing and went round to the other side. So I can now, because it's double screens, mm. I can now see them again, set up on the other side as if that's going to make a difference and go quicker. And like the adverts that was on, honestly, it was like, the first one was, <laughs> you standing in front of like the Snoop Dogg Greg's advert. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, for shizzle mouth, steak bake, or whatever. <laughs> and they're just waiting for the queen to come on. And then Snoop Dogg comes on, trying to fucking sell Greg's. <laughs> and my dog's just pissed about a metre away from them. I was really excited that that was going to be, they were going to be taking it in front of something that you were not expecting. Like, Ray Winston doing Bet Fred or something. And they were like, yeah, there he is. Fucking Winston. Yeah, they know him. Sexy beast. They were just waiting for the queen. Um, Did you see them get the shot they wanted? No, because it sort of did my head in. So I walked on instead. It's a shame. Um, It's not the weirdest thing that I've seen about the place (laughs) this week. I'm delighted to say I've barely been outdoors since any of this happened. So I haven't had to be exposed to it. But that's because you're in mourning, though, because it has hit you hard. Well, you know, she was a family member. So... (laughs) (laughs) And that's why you'll never listen to episode 502 of the regular (laughs) I did listen to episode 502 when at the very start, before anything happened, you threw me under the bus and said I'd approved. Which... (laughs) Yeah, I think Steve said you had a writing credit on my song. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, very good. As very an Englishman, stuff. Joe, mm. um, you must move one step up towards the throne in the line of succession. It's a really good point, actually. Uh, I have As a Welshman, you do too, Gav. Oh no, do I? It happens to you too. What I'm, if they the, put- I'm the only one who's not allowed as a Catholic boy. Oh, shit. Well, I'm a Catholic Englishman. Oh, so, oh, so you well, can't be king either. raised Catholic. Is that not allowed? No. Didn't they, get, they stopped the Catholics. <laughs> no. Being, yeah. <laughs> not for you, Joe. That's Your fine. precious royal family's betrayed you. <laughs> Wait, so out of all three of us, I'm the one that's closest to the yes. throne? <laughs> you oh, are the one who's that, most likely to become king of the United Kingdom. That is quite the development, I must say. <laughs> Imagine, I've just seen the hunger flash in Gav's eyes. He suddenly realised there's a grift to be had. Did I mention I've actually always been a fan of the Queen? (laughs) King, King. King, that's what I meant. He did a speech in Welsh, Gav. Did you see that? Yeah, hated it. Yeah, that must have torn you up. This is the thing. I saw a bunch of people that I did follow just going, oh, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair play, fair play. Whatever you think about him, fair, fair play. That phrase is doing my fucking Sweden. What, whatever you think about them, 
You've got to admit. No, I haven't got to fucking admit anything. They're all cunts. They're like, just, what? Is he fucking a little tiny bit of Welsh? They're, oh, he's fine then. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. I don't give a fuck. I can listen to anybody speak Welsh whenever I want. I can say it out loud. If I want to hear someone speak Welsh, I'll just say it out loud, whatever I want. It. Yeah. <laughs> I literally think and dream in Welsh. And people are like, oh, fair play. He said two sentences in Welsh. What a fucking legend, Bat. Fuck off. What's wrong with you? Like, never has it been so obvious that the phrase, whatever you think of them, but, uh, (laughs) means I also understand they're pricks. Like, the amount of times that's been said by people who definitely don't really like them, but they, for some reason, want to participate in the... In this weird maudlin experience we're all going through, have you guys have you guys been sh- been surprised by anyone that you know or like you know because like we have this weird like I I, I don't know I, I call some people that I've you know spoken to on Instagram for three years friends but I've never met them in real life but I'd be like oh yeah it's a mate for Instagram or whatever have you guys had any people you don't have to say their names or anything like that but if you had anyone that surprised you and you've gone. Oh, I f- actually thought you were sound. It turns out you're fucking thick. No one's <laughs> truly let me down. I'm okay. I've had one. And it was like a, 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 a video games PR person that I previously thought was sound. Mm. Turns out is fucking thick. <laughs> um, and she was up at half past two this morning to get in line to see the Queen's body. She got in the queue with Beckham. I know. Isn't that wild? friend of mine, he's, uh, he's a... A police person from South Wales, and he's been stationed on Whitehall. What moved from Wales to Whitehall? Yeah, mate, they fucking bust a load of them up. Like they're so, doing like twenty-hour shifts. So people in Wales could be doing it. Could be absolute clockwork orange down there. People just going absolutely insane. Crime city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like death takes a vacation. Um, <laughs> It's like the purge in Wales. It's literally the purge. <laughs> there we go. It'd be so funny if they ju- if we just purged. They're like, right, um, we need all the best police people from South Wales to help up in London. They fucking purged again. I told you they would. I told you they bloody would. You, we were two policemen away from a purge. <laughs> yeah. Wales are always two policemen being ill away from a purge. That's all it'll take for South Wales to be purged. It's another norovirus purge. It's happened again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a mate of mine, a really close mate of mine, I've known him since I was four. He's uh, he's quite high up in the police, and they've all been bussed down to Whitehall to protect it. And he te- he texts the group, going, "Oh, and because uh, there's two of us in London, going, oh, if anybody uh, fancies coming down, like I w- I I might get off shift at like half past ten, and if you want to walk me back to the barracks, so like we can get a cup of tea or something like that." And I was like, and we're like, yeah, 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 I might do, I might do, I might pull do on Friday night. And then I posted up the song <laughs> from Regafini. He's like, yeah, give it a wide berth, mate. I wouldn't go to a white hall if I was. <laughs> He's like, please, please don't make me arrest you. He's like, it's gonna be like Point Break. <laughs> so the song that you opened episode five hundred two with, yeah, um, has it got a title? Is it just called "This Is in the Mud"? Yeah. Yeah, colloquially known. I love how on uh, our group WhatsApp, you're like, oh, I was thinking about like timings for posting this online, uh, the video, like doing it on Sunday and so, like radio silence from everyone. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think my suggestion was, shall we post this from regular features saying, if you're looking for something to play during the minute silence, <laughs> why don't you listen to this? <laughs> I was just thinking, 
where's all this we coming from? Should we (laughs) do this? Should we do that? You can do whatever you like with your song, (laughs) Gab. It's quite good, isn't it? Because right now we have this really naughty thing, but because it's only known within our lovely circle of readers, it feels like we can't really get in trouble for it. We We can't really. Is that we again? Saying we. Oh, good stuff. It's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be alive. I'm having a whale of a time. The best things in life are free. But my favourite comes out of a bee. I want honey. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. The queen gives me such a thrill. But it's out of drones the syrup spills. I want honey. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Quick, one of you sing Neun and Neunzig Luftballons. Thank you. I was singing the Scar version, the Scar cover version, ah. just so you know. It was a nice copyright avoiding way to play an a unabridged bit of Neun and Neunzig Luftballons by Nina. Do either of you know the story of Neun and Neunzig Luftballons by Nina? No. I assume she just saw a lot of balloons one day and thought, I'm going to do a fucking song about that. Well, exactly. There's a story inside the song and there's a story outside the song, both of which I find fascinating and would lead directly into my feature today. So if you don't know, it's a song all about Neun and Neunzig Luftballons. Um, and in the story of the song, inside the song, all these Luftballons float into a sky. And a jealous Navy man says, Fuck those Luftballons. I have to be down here in the sea. But the Ballons get to Luft, not on my watch. And he fires a missile into the Ballons. And then sadly, the missile lufts right past all the ballons and it flies into the mouth of a neighbouring country's general and he swallows it and he does a flaming burp like the mask out of the mask. And furious that it's ruined his dinner, he declares war against Luftballons and the other country. Suddenly, in the song, we're in a world war and it's all the fault of Luftballons. And it's a poignant reminder of how Luftballons are incredibly dangerous because the Cold War started after Dwight D. Eisenhower got jealous of a Luftballon that Nikita Khrushchev was holding and he popped it using an Apollo space rocket. And that's the song Nine Anointed Luftballons. That's what happens when you listen to it on Spotify and it's the uh, <laughs> genius lyrics explained <laughs> yeah. things pop up. They come up and they explain to you that it's all about war with Luftballon. And the thing is, right, this is the story outside the song. When they released Neun and Neunzig Luftballons in the USA, the Cold War ended immediately. 
because everyone remembered how scary love balloons are. And they immediately delivered millions of Coca-Colas to Russia to say sorry for the love balloons that they've released continuously for 20 to 30 years across the Ruskies. But did you know, <laughs> beyond even this, that Neunen Neunzig love balloons wasn't even mean, meant to be played in the USA ever? This what? is true. So it's a huge song. Everyone knows it. And you go, do, 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 do. Everyone knows that bit. <laughs> but the Americans couldn't handle it because they're fucking big fridges. Well, this is the thing. The story goes, this is all real, that the German actress and musician Christian Felscherino, real name, was visiting Rodney Bingenheimer's radio show, also a real name. <laughs> and he's, it was, uh, uh, I think it was Rodney on Rock. Rodney Bingenheimer's radio show on K-Rock in Los Angeles, which is famous. And she brought a mixtape to play. And Bingenheimer played the wrong side of the tape. And Neun and Neunzig Luftballons came out. Bingenheimer! This is real. This is, <laughs> this is real, real story. This is the real story. Because there was some like farcical stuff before now. I don't know what you're talking about. Instead of a, the song. the bit when he did a fart and said it was the song. That's the <laughs> song! <laughs> Instead of the song that Ms. Felcherino wanted to be played, because she genuinely came in and said, play this side, and Bingenheimer played the wrong side, she just happened to have Nina on the other side, and America's hearts melted. And it became the number one single in America because so many people kept requesting Noina Noisy Glove Balance. Do you happen to know, it doesn't matter if you don't, what mm. the song she meant to play was? Well, that's oh. very interesting, Gav. Oh. Because... Nobody such... knows. Not even Joe. <laughs> don't... Why would you know and me like this? <laughs> you know I can't improv. <laughs> By such slender threads did the Cold War end. Proof... That butterflies' wings can flap and pop a loved balloon in Korea. But Gav, you've wondered it, I've wondered it, and I've put it in my script. Have you ever wondered about the song we were meant to hear instead of Noin and Noinzig Love Balloons? I have. Like, I didn't know this was coming. I didn't guess it. Mm. What The question I asked you was a genuine question. I let the mask slip for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you literally wondered it about 25 seconds ago. Sure. Neuner Neunzig Luftballons might have cured a war. But was it really the best that music could do that day? I'm not convinced. So I wrote a letter to Rodney Bingenheimer saying, Hi Rodney, do you remember when, in 1982, you were a cack-handed prick and played the wrong side of a tape and Christiane Felcherino was absolutely furious? Remember when she'd come all the way from Mainz in Germany to play you a song and you played the wrong one and then to rub it in, you made it the most famous song in the world? The fuck is wrong with you, Rodney? Tell me what that other song was or I'll write you more letters. <laughs> And a day later, I received an MP3 wrapped in a bit of chip paper. The paper just said, I regret. And I will now play that MP3. And I think you'll agree that our world could have been very different indeed. And I think it could have been better, especially, especially when it comes to jeans. <laughs> 
big, big words. It's huge. And now, here we go. Throughout history, we have seen an evolution. There have been three types of genes. First, there were normal genes. Type 1 genes that you would wear to build a house in the Old West. Then came flares. Type 2 flares were for big dancing. Now we have skinny genes. Type 3. They hug your bottom. They make you feel safe. But I dream of what is next. What is the next type of gene? What shape could it be? Could they come with lights on them? What is type 4 genes? Midnight in the science lab I'm just a scientist man I'm on the hunt for new genes What could a new form mean? Just as I'm sitting there Drawing diagrams of genes which are square I hear a tiny noise It's my daughter and she sighs Father, it must be an evolution Father, it should be a revolution Do it for the children, do it for me You must make type 4 genes Genes the shape of cars Type 4 genes Genes with built-in bars Genes that heal the sky Genes that fit your eyes Can they include guns? Cure your arse of These are just ideas For the future years Genes are made of light Genes that aid your sight Telescopic genes Genes that eat your greens Genes that can inflate Genes that put on weight Genes with living souls Genes that grow in holes In 1982, we've only got three types of genes for you Normal, skinny, and the flare There's not much variation there Can we think bigger? Can we think harder? Can we get a new type of genes for your daughter? Type 4 genes down at the store Where you buy genes and put them in a drawer Then you get them out and put them on your bottom Is that bad language? I beg your pardon It's just that I'm so excited About this rap that I've recited Type 4 genes are around the corner They'll be with us in short order Science is the future in the future contains genes And in 1983 type 4 will be the mean So, Very we could have good. had type 4 genes, and we concentrated too much on ballons. Luft so, ballons. That song would have ballons. done for genes what Luft ballons did for ballons. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking bullshit, if, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and it's all Bingenheimer's fault. So if you could tweet him. I don't know if he's got a Twitter, but he's got nice hair. He's at Bingenheimer. <laughs> You're like, I don't know if he's got a Twitter, but actually, please don't, just in case he's real, just in case he does. <laughs> Get the Lonely Island on the phone. We have another member. That's how it works, right? <laughs> you call yeah. him up and it's like, I, I've done a song. 
can I please join your band? There's about 30,000 members of the Lonely Island at this yeah. point. It's a lot of shitty, shitty dickheads on YouTube. Hello, is that Anna Sambor? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I know your sound you're looking for? Well, why don't you listen to this? <laughs> features. The regular features. Spooky noise in your ears. Features. A regular features. Ghosts and wolves with teeth coming into your bed. Well, now it's time for my regular feature. <laughs> um, we were just talking about how uh, things are shutting down for the bank holiday weekend. Have you guys been following what Centre Parks has been doing? It's the most exciting part of the whole funeral process for me. So I, I, so I kind of missed this. And by the time that I was coming, because I was working, and then by the time that I was coming back into it, it was too late to catch up. So I don't know if you can give me a little potted history of what actually happened. Well, Centre Parks is um, observing the country's state of national mourning right. by closing for the bank holiday Monday. Okay. Um, but that poses a problem for people who are already at Centre Parks. What? So they said everyone out? <laughs> everyone has to leave. <laughs> everyone has to leave Centre Parks. What for... if you're on like day five of like a 10 day holiday? Nah, you got to go. You got to, you got to, you're allowed to, Get you're allowed to here. leave your bags. You can leave your belongings in the lodge, but you have to go. You <gasps> cannot be on site. So God, where I... would you go? I, Gav, I'm, so, I'm so happy you haven't heard this because this is, I'm genuinely excited about hearing the rest of this. <laughs> Wait, but okay, so what, hang on, sorry, I'm going to have a lot of questions. Hopefully yeah. there's other people who are not also in the same boat as me as well, so that I can mm-hmm. play your part in this. What do they count as the day, closing for the day? Like, what are the hours that they count as being closed for? Like, so, could you go Could you go sit in a car park for 10 hours? <laughs> well, uh, no, you need to leave the premises. And I imagine that it's, uh, it's like an insurance thing because it's right. a bank holiday. They're going to close. They're going to um, let all their staff have a day off, which means that they won't be able to look after any guests. And right. they can't have guests on site without any staff looking after them. So they've told everyone to fuck off to a B&B for a night <laughs> and then come back to finish off their stay. <gasps> Presumably at everybody's ex- their own expense as well. Like Centre Park's not oh. giving you a 50 quid voucher to go to the travel lodge. Yet. 100%. Take it up with the, with the king. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, it's got to be like, because it's so a legal thing, it's got to be like midnight to midnight as well. So right. So yeah, it's going to be... As soon as the clock strikes 12 on Sunday... They're like banging on your door. Heavies um, in riot armor coming round. They the backlash obviously was massive. They were like, "What are you doing, Centerfarts? You can't just hoof everyone out for a night because of a dead queen." And they said, "Right, fine, fine. You don't have to leave. Fine, what then? We won't then. We're, 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 we're not. We're not going to kick anyone out. Um, but you have to stay inside your lodge." <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed out. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking M. Night Shyamalan film. <laughs> it's like, do not come out of the lodge. Do not open the doors. You cannot open the doors. I, um, I apologise if I'm stepping on anything you're going to say, Steve. But obviously, there was a there was a very viral tweet around this, which was 
good luck trying to get people out of these lodges because you've been teaching them archery and horseback <laughs> riding. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to go to war. Yeah. <laughs> The one thing I do know about centre parks from all the people that I know who've gone is it's expensive as fuck. Mm. Like, it's really stupidly, prohibitively expensive. So I can imagine people being told, get out and you're not getting it. You're losing a day, I can imagine. And also, not only are you losing a day, you've got to now pay to get all your, I assume, brood of children into somewhere for 24 hours. Yeah. And so, but now they're saying you can stay in there. It's, it's, you stay in like little lodges, like little, basically like little Airbnbs, I'm assuming. Like little so you've chalet. Got food and yeah. Shit. Okay, stay fine. There. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, you're not allowed to leave the uh, the premises. And, and I think I think maybe they've loosened the the rules now and you're allowed to walk around outside for a bit it sounds like they're fucking making up as they go along and i'm so here for it it's unbelievable it sounds like someone's just going like fine but you should go outside no you're not allowed to go outside okay fine you can stay in your chalet but you're not allowed to go outside well they've kicked off about that now as well then go outside then i don't i don't know what to say gerald i don't know what to say really heavy boots so you can't go too far Everyone must be in yellow. Well, don't wear yellow then. I, fine. I don't. I, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you. So now it's time for my regular feature. You are a Centre Parks guest during a period of national mourning. Can you escape your lodge without being caught and killed by the patrolling respect bots? The date, September 19, 2022. The Centre Park respect bots have resumed their patrols. The sound of their clonking great fat metal legs kept you up again last night. And it's been 48 hours since you last saw the sky. Nana made a break for the activity den just past midnight, but was instantly cut down by machine gun fire from the Western Watchtower. The center park's respect bots hang to a bullet-ridden corpse from the junior jungle zipline as a warning to those who would dare to break curfew. I can't believe you thought about not playing this music behind yeah. this. This is... I'm frightened. I'm going to do a robot voice for this. This is a message from your center park's representative. A period of national mourning is now in effect. You must remain inside your chalet respectfully until further notice. Failure to comply will result in your family being gunned down near a mini golf course. <laughs> you came here for a, for a relaxing weekend away, and now you're trapped inside this nightmare. Your husband's leg wound, which he got when he was attacked by an unruly owl at the Enchanted Owl Experience, could turn septic at any second. Your adult daughter needs special medicine for her horrible guts, and your three sons are forgetting everything they once knew about the outside world, like that kid from the movie Room, who would call a lamp just LAMP without the indefinite article because the lack of sunlight made his grammar go bad. There's a lull in the clump stomping respect bot's footfall. The patrol has passed by. If you're going to escape, now's your chance. Do you? A. Clamber out through the chalet window. Or B. Slither out through the lodger's front door. Ooh, we got 
What are you thinking? I feel like it's got to be, it's got to be window, doesn't it? Because imagine, because you could defenestrate yourself, just absolutely smash out of it, high speed, full pelt through the window. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it's French doors, and we can leave a perfect me-shaped hole. I think there could be other respect bots trained to look at doors, but they don't think we've got a window escape in us. I I think you're right. I I think windows as well. You clamber out through the chalet window and dart towards the safety of the forest edge, being sure to avoid the spotlights that swoosh around the manicured lawns, like big silver mints made out of light. In the distance, you hear a scream. Another Center Park's guest must have been caught by the patrolling robot guards. Please, please, no! I only came outside to pay my respects into the fresh British air! I swear! (laughs) You hear the guest plead. Guests must remain indoors during a period of national mourning! (laughs) Respect what intones, robotically, before picking up the guest by their neck and crushing their trachea until they are dead, then flinging their lifeless body against the wall of the centerpunk's chalet where their entire family's watching. Disrespect will not be tolerated. <laughs> like how before he started doing the disrespect bot voice, he went, all right, lads, I'm going to do a robot voice now. <laughs> I've not used a robot voice yet. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll use After Effects to make it a robot. Don't worry. <laughs> you fling yourself into a ditch just in time to avoid the searching spotlight. Your heart is pounding so hard it feels like it's trying to escape your chest. You have to get out of here. But where can you go? A. The activity den. Perhaps Nana had the right idea. B. The mini golf course. Maybe you can use a golf ball to trip up a respect bot. Like how Ed209 fell down the stairs in Robocop after Robocop threw golf balls at him. <laughs> or C, the enchanted <gasps> owl experience to strangle the owl that gouged your spouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels like the enchanted owl, like that feels like a personal side mission. Well, there's two different revenge missions here because there's the activity yeah. den for Nana and spouse gouging in the in the enlightened owl emporium. But I feel like Nana's activity, like, I think Nana did have the right idea and knew the right place, but she was 96 years old. Weirdly, the mm. same age as the Queen. Oh, um, and yeah, there's no bloody state funeral for her, is there? <laughs> well, fucking state on it, more like. <laughs> state um, on it funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think once all the res- if we win and the respect bots all die, there'll be plenty of time to take on the, the grief owl. Mission- the grief owl. Mm. <laughs> um, I say activity center, but I'm Me up too. For the, I'm, I'm up for having my mind changed. No, I wanted to. I think we're on the same page. Fantastic. Activity den. You decide to head to the activity den, but as soon as you break cover, you find yourself face to face with the center park's respect bot. Its red eyes glaring menacingly. Its dual arm-mounted machine guns pointed right at you. Where's your grieving hat, citizen? <laughs> 
you frantically search for your pockets. Your fo- your, you frantically search your pockets for a grieving hat, but find nothing. You have 20 seconds to comply. <laughs> Says this the rest. Script, this script is like every line you've ever heard a robot say in a film. <laughs> And also every fucking sentinel from the X-Men cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, God. Oh, you're supposed to have a grieving hat in your inventory by now. Oh, shit. Oh, we no. sequence broken. Yeah, Whose fault did. is that? Yeah, do you want to you want to go to the owl the owl thing? <laughs> yeah, owl thing, owl thing. Right, yeah, you yeah. kept your kept your finger on that page. You're gonna go back and like just do the owl. Thing. Ask ask us in a robot voice if we want to go back and do an owl thing. <laughs> Would you like to reset your progress to the most recent save point? <laughs> yes, please, respecto yes. bot. <laughs> save slot one. <laughs> Named it just in case owl. <laughs> You rush through the darkened forest as fast as you can toward the owl experience. If you're to escape Center Parks, the same person you were when you came in here, you must first exact vengeance upon the garbage bird that drubbed up your hobby. Drubbed up your hub! Making your way inside the owl stables, it's not long before you clap eyes on the very barn owl that thoughtlessly gashed your husband's left leg. You wring its neck which is hard to do with an owl, and stuff its lifeless feathery corpse into your inventory for reasons that might not yet be obvious in this story (laughs) that I'm writing minutes before we're due to record the podcast. (laughs) This again. Oh no! You find yourself face to face with a center park's respect bot. It's red eyes glaring menacingly. It's dual arm-mounted machine guns pointed right at you. Where is your grieving hat, citizen? You frantically search your pockets for a grieving hat, and your hands come to land on a feathery owl, <laughs> owl corpse. You have twenty seconds to comply, says the respect bot, assuming a murder stance. From every limb on its robot body, the national anthem begins to play. You have ten seconds to comply. You put the dead owl on your head, hoping that the respect bot's machine learning algorithms interpret it as some sort of a grim fascinator. Scanning for grief. Grief not detected. Scanning for respect. Respect not detected. Scanning for place at a time. Place at time. Not now. <laughs> Guests must remain inside the chalet at all times, or face death, says the respect bot, emotionlessly, before <laughs> opening fire and absolutely blowing you to bits with all blood and like Paul Verhoeven style, like exploding flesh carcasses happening. It goes absolutely everywhere. It's fucking mad looking. God save the king! That's the end! (laughs) We lost! Yeah. A lot. So we couldn't have won. There are no winners when the queen dies. Fuck! 
Pay some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Just some coins for some features, and you get a B name. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And in return for that, you get access to the beehive, that buzzing hive of activity where patrons hang out, share stories, we're there, telling telling the Hive our deepest, darkest secrets that we would never share outside of an exclusive members-only chat room. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret that I have? <gasps> yes. I've put a picture in the behind-the-scenes section of Gav looking really upset at having to listen to the God Save the Queen anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just looked so nonplussed while I was doing it. As well as gaining access to the Discord, you will also get your very own B name. Uh, let me tell you what a B name is while I pull up the list of people who need B name. A B name. We will destroy your old human name and give you a buzzy, buzzy, buzzy B name. Mm. Boys, could you please give a B-name to the following new patrons? Andy Howell. Smoke drunk prick. (laughs) (laughs) You learned from our uh, honey-making episode about the effect, the soporific effects of of smoke on bees. (laughs) And if you want it to be nicer, it can be smoke drunk Rick. (laughs) Please give a B name to Stuart Lamble. Stulambumble. <laughs> Stulambumble. Stulambumble. Yeah, Stulambumble. <laughs> that looked like it really dawned on you just then, Steve. Stulambumble. 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 Very good. When it's written down, no, it looks great. That, can that's I, the thing. They all look great when they're written down. Can Stu have two O's instead of a U? Oh, Stulambumble. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and all one word. Yeah. Stulambumble. Yeah, Stulambumble. Yes. We, now that I like is, it. What a brilliant bit of teamwork that was. Please give a B name to Cormac Brennan. There is a... um. Uh, a brand of Irish bread called Brennan's. Mm-hmm. And the advertising slogan is Brennan's. Today's bread tomorrow. No. Tomorrow's bread today. No. What? Yesterday's bread. Uh, what, hang on. What is it? Yes. Tomorrow's bread. Tomorrow's Bren- bread today. Brennan's. Oh, tomorrow's is it saying that it's still going to be fresh? Bread. Yeah. It's like freshness. Today, oh, so it's oh, yes, uh, yesterday's so bread today. Today's bread today. That's not That's what it not is. Yesterday's, <laughs> yesterday's bread tomorrow. Today's bread today. <laughs> Hang on, let's look this up. Brennan's bread. Brennan's, Brennan's bread. bread. Today's be 350 years in the future. <laughs> <laughs> The slogan is genuinely today's bread today. Yeah. <laughs> what the what? fuck does that mean, Brennan? This, you know, like 
Because I learned this when I, I started working with a lot of Americans and you realize, oh, they might speak the same language as us, but they are fundamentally different in their bones. <laughs> and I think the Irish have sort of snuck alongside us <laughs> as humans and gone, if we just act normal for a bit, like Guinness is fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun, actually. Do you want to be mates with us? Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. And then they'll they'll go, oh, they think we're normal like them now. But actually, Irish people are fucking odd. <laughs> well, no. What Irish yeah. people are good at is fucking advertising, man. Today's today's bread today, uh, it like it communicates. It's fresh bread. It's the bread that was baked that day that you're getting. Um, there's one for Denny's Denny's rashers. Yeah. Um, it's breakfast time back home. Today's bacon today. <laughs> it's about an expat Irishman in New York, a big city boy having a big city. He's he's uh, he's worried about his job, and mm-hmm. he's up he's up late night, and he's cooking some rashers at three a.m. And his wife comes in, and she's like, uh, Car- "Carmic, why are you up so late?" <laughs> and he's like, "How long is this advert?" Well, it's breakfast time back home. And I need some fucking rashes, and I'm hanging. <laughs> Joe Joe Brennan has written. He writes a little thing that goes on the side of a of the bread that says, "At Brennan's Family Bakery, we guarantee our bread's freshness and quality. Made from the finest ingredients and baked with special care, it comes hot from our ovens to reach each shelf within hours. So you can be sure it's today's bread. Today, today. I'm not. I, I'm not getting it. I just feel like that's all bread. Yeah. It, this is the this is the Mad Men it's toasted thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like everyone does this. Yeah. They're just it telling really you is. they do yeah. it. They're like, it comes from the oven. Or that's every bread. Yeah. It has yeah. to. Like by yeah. design. So maybe it's bread and spread. It came out of a beehive somehow. <laughs> That would like when things like describe themselves as being handmade, like a handmade yeah. nan. It's like, we, yeah, you definitely didn't get a fucking robot to do it. Yeah, <laughs> easier to make it by hand than it is to design a robot that will shape a nan. Shut up, Patax. Uh, what is it? Today's be three hundred and fifty years from now. Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Brennan, today's be three hundred and fifty years from now. <laughs> A psychotic. <laughs> uh, right, we only have one name. We only have time for one more B name. I'm afraid. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like we're on a timer. <laughs> you only have time for one more B because you, you want to go to bed. Because you're sick of it. Can you say it. that every week? Because that is really <laughs> sweet, and it makes us sound professional. <laughs> Please give a B name to Ben Woodward. Bin bees in the wood. Cut it down. As in, like, a man is saying, there be bees, bees, bees in the woods. There be, oh, there been bees. <laughs> right. There been bees in the wood. But I'm saying bean like Ben. So, there yeah. been bees in the wood. Ben Cut bee. it down. Been bees. In the, like, and that's what you need to do with the wood when there's bees in it. You need to, cut yeah, the whole wood down. Cut, cut the, the whole, whole wood wall. down. It's gone. It's Get ruined. The, <laughs> yeah, it's like sucking out the poison. Get it out. It's like amputating a leg when it's infected. Yeah. You know, you know about bees. Dear yeah. Ben Bees in the wood. Cut it down. Is there like a different font, like a thicker font you can do it in to get across 
Gav's accent. Yeah. Please. Dear is Ben Bees. It sounds like it's in bold. Dear Ben Bees in the wood, cut it down, cut it down. Dear Ben Bees in the wood, wood cut, cut it, it down. down, cut it down. <laughs> and suddenly, the worst name. We all love her again. <laughs> See? Now it's there's not, we've, there's not a bad bee name. <laughs> right. You put a stop to this. If you'd like your own bee name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out. Two pounds an episode. That's all we ask. If you can't help us, just tell your friends. Spread the word. We'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. But I'm doing fine I'm lost but I'm hopeful Yeah I'm green but I'm see-through I'm wet but I'm somehow dry I shake when I wobble Baby What it all comes down to Is that all a jelly boy can do Is jiggle and spin Cause I got no skin or muscle And my bones are made out of gelatin Can you hear this? This is good. This, yes, yeah, no, we can. Yeah. This is what would come out of a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Why are there so many drums, though? What, you think it's disrespectful? I the I'll- drums? <laughs> It's just a lot. Right. The drums are so much louder than the rest of the anthem. <laughs> it's not the robot's fault. What, what you, he doesn't understand music. You feel music in your heart. You know that. <laughs> <laughs>